0: Welcome to the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. It is time for our weekly segment, The Week That Was, where we sort of wrap up the week here at Deadline Detroit. All the big news stories that we've been taking a look at, and I am joined once again by Alan Langle and Nancy Derringer from Deadline. Welcome back to both of you. Appreciate it very much. And and I'll tell you what, uh, what a week. What a week. Always. What What a a week. week. Well, and we've got to start with the huge story, uh, which of course is the release of the redacted Mueller report. Um the day yesterday and let's sort of to sort of start it this with what happened yesterday. The report was not released.
1: I sat in the office behind me and I listened to your occasional exclamations as you read through it. <laughs> well,
0: but I watched I watched the Bill Barr press conference first. Right. That was at 9:30 and then of course the report wasn't released for another hour and a half later. Right. So as which I said yesterday sham. I think I tweeted out you know that Trump got a 2 hour head start yesterday <laughs> right. which is basically exactly, right. yeah. which yeah. is basically what happened but The Bill Barr press conference in which he said hey here's what you're going to get you're going to see that there was no collusion he said collusion a bunch of times that's not even what what was being looked at they were looking Mm -hmm. at conspiracy Uh, two he basically said that there was no obstruction of justice and so this was the narrative that was out there for a couple of hours and Rod Rosenstein was standing behind him Mm -hmm. um, and he just put this off like this is no big deal this is what was in there we actually got the report it was quite a bit different than what Mr. Barr had portrayed. Unbelievable. Being there for, I, a, I, for an attorney general, Alan, this is this was really unusual. It,
2: it's shameful. I mean, we—I don't recall an attorney general going that far out to be the act as a public relations person for a president in in a case you know of this significance. I mean, it's really disgraceful, and it's—I'm a little bit disappointed with Rod uh, Rosenstein who stood there as well. I mean, he, he knows better. This is not the way you do it. And plus, the fact is they withheld the report so nobody could ask them any real you know, questions. And so I, I, fi- I find it embarrassing for the attorney general to do that type of stuff. And, and to come off as so self-important and, and with so much credibility that he pretends to have and I, I think he's got very little. So, well, it, oh, go ahead, Nancy. I was just
1: going to say, um, Donald Trump got the attorney general; he won it all along. I mean, one of the um, it, it, yeah, narratives. Apparently, this is a
0: condition of keeping exactly. that job. <laughs> one of the narratives
1: in this report is, you know, ha- how angry he was at Jeff Sessions for doing what used to be considered the normal thing, which was to recuse yourself when you have a conflict of interest in something like this. Um, Jeff Sessions also... God, who ever thought we could find somebody who would make Jeff Sessions look honorable and good by comparison? But, you know, Sessions also did his job as though he worked for the American people and not the Trump organization, uh, which is who Bill Barr apparently works for. Which
0: has always sort of been the balancing act for the attorney general right. uh, in any administration. Of course. I mean, but, but this really came to, I, I guess, the public's consciousness never back, back in the like Watergate. This. Well, the yeah. Watergate era was the first time it really was. And, yeah. and, of course, we saw the attorney general in that instance for the most part. At least one of them do the right thing in the Nixon administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time around, you know, this is uh, your next shot at attorney general. You find a guy that's that's going to basically toe the line for you uh, because and the thing is, what Sessions did wasn't even that bad. He just said, look, I'm going to be questioned about this. I cannot be a part of it. Right. Rod Rosenstein, by all accounts, did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Right. follow exactly. the law. Um, and, and I have to give Rod Rosenstein credit for one thing. There was one section in the reading yesterday where the president wanted to have a press conference to say that he was not... A subject of the investigation and rosenstein said a press conference is a bad idea because i'd have to tell the truth <laughs> 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 and so yeah. i mean i thought that was good humor in, yeah. in washington there <laughs> Look, a little dry wit there. but but the one thing that we figured out is that it was people like that mm-hmm. that kept the president from getting right. in trouble sure. don and, McGahn saying i'm not gonna fire, this. I'm, I, not gonna just, fire I'm not gonna fire
1: bob muller every time do it. i open a or, you know, open my laptop to read a newspaper or read an actual ink-on-paper newspaper, which I still subscribe to. I feel like Alice just falling down the rabbit hole. I mean, we're through, through so many looking glasses now. I mean, when I saw that lineup of Rosenstein and, and uh, Barr and...
0: And the bearded man. The bearded guy. Oh, okay, Callahan, I think it's his yeah, name, Yeah, at
1: the, I, I mean, I thought... Someday there's going to be a poster with these guys uh, on it, right. and, you know, they're going to be the good Germans or, you know, whatever
2: they are. Right. I mean, who knows? They have but, little bubbles coming you know, <laughs> little, <laughs> whatever. really thinking, but, oh, my God. Why you know, am and, I standing and, here? And we
1: have these people who are working for this this administration, which is basically like an ongoing criminal conspiracy now, and, you know, and we're, and we're ranking them in – order of loathsomeness and making the <laughs> right. least loathsome into these heroes because they somehow stopped the president from doing something that was even worse than what he was already doing. So, you know.
0: Well, and and what's clear when you read through this, uh, well, there's a couple things we'll get to fake news in just a moment because sure. I think that's important. Um, but the fact is he wanted to do things that would have been definitely illegal.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, that would have been. Clear obstruction of justice, and not even, right. not right. even Bob Mueller, given the constraints that he admitted he was working under, that they were not going to issue any sort of uh, charges against a sitting president. He mm-hmm. said he was working from that framework from day one, which I think surprised some people. Right, but he wouldn't have been able to ignore that. No, had indeed they followed through, and Don McGahn had fired Bob Mueller. Right. I yeah. mean that would have just been you know chaos. That would chaos is, yeah. is the right word for it. But yeah. I love that McGann yeah. was taking notes. Here's one of my other favorite parts of my reading from last night. I was up way too late, by the way. Right. Um, Donald Trump apparently in, in a meeting <laughs> asks him, "Why are you taking all these notes?" Never seen an attorney take notes, and McGann's wow. answer was, "Because I'm a real attorney." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm reminded right. of a scene from The Wire, but it has a very big obscenity in the middle of it, so I don't dare uh, dare quote it. But well, the president's the, already said it. Fans, so. of, fans of The Wire have actually seen this one, but I won't I won't bring it up. It's too much of a
0: diversion. Um, well, because we're nothing without diversions on this program. Yeah, right? exactly. But
1: it's but you know we just before the camera went on, we said something about how if. Bill Clinton goes down in history as the man who introduced oral sex to, you know, America's dinner table, depending on whether the TV was on, you know, uh, Donald Trump will be the guy who who actually said the expletives out loud. I mean, I saw the F word on the front page of the New York Times, yep. the ink on paper, front page of the New York Times today. I think we just saw bullshit on the On the Twitter. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, on the Twitter. Right. So. Yeah,
0: the president uh, doubling down this morning <laughs> saying that this is all trumped up, all made up stories. But like I said, the one news. the one thing that Fake we learned news. yesterday was that all the reporting,
1: it was sound It
0: was good Those and it were was good accurate. stories And, and, and Bob Mueller's like Yeah we checked it out This stuff's good
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly that's, With that's, the that's exception of that one piece bu- That he pushed back on The BuzzFeed the, story The BuzzFeed story But about there was him one telling, one, telling, one part of that
0: story One part of that story What was that? Was was incorrect But most of it Was actually accurate
1: Yeah That's true But that, I'm talking about That was the one where Mueller said You know that's they. He actually issued a statement Which he had not done Yeah But you're right I mean there were the, You're right Go yeah. ahead
2: uh, I was I was going to say it's funny on on Fox you see all these stories yesterday. Well, now we can get to the bottom of why this investigation even took place, right? Like, and you're like, it's pretty obvious. Good stuff. Con- expect that narrative to continue. Expect that
1: narrative to continue. Of course because, it will. I mean, this is what hap- This is the corrosive effect of the media bubbles we're we're no longer agreeing on a set of facts anymore. I mean, there's... It used to be everyone had one facts. set of facts and you could have different opinions about it or different takes on what the facts mean. Now we just have different facts entirely. Well, Two last, different sets.
0: Last night, you know, I, I spent some time surfing around, watching some different things, and, and I actually spent time watching Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram on Fox huh. News last night. Wow. And it was amazing that that was the whole thing. We're so excited because now we're going to shed light on this great conspiracy and this... Right, the fisa warrants the coup you know and, they called right. it a coup
1: attempt a coup attempt
2: yeah um, that's not dangerous spying, at all the spying on the, on the campaign there were there were legitimate reasons for the fbi to look well, into the that Austra- type of oh, of the, stuff. the australian that government
0: came out yesterday and said <laughs> yeah it was us we got wind of, of this and we're the ones that right. uh, that told them about it so mm-hmm. at least right. somebody in government somewhere did the right thing when it came to these contacts Australia's that were a long being way made. from
1: here though but this is a, that is to say thing to use that kind of language coup enemies the people um whatever it's 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 dangerous i mean some of the somebody is going to pick up a gun and start dealing with this at some point i think i'm that that's what i fear anyway
0: well you know what what was laid bare though is that this is a president who is paranoid Oh God! Uh, you know when your first when your first well, reaction is this guy. Hey, you're you're under investigation. Your first reaction is This is the end of my presidency. I'm <laughs> fucked. I mean that's
2: up. That's not paranoia. That's realism. Well, <laughs> he's he's thinking, Oh my God! <laughs> what, what are, are they going to uncover? Well, and that's the whole yeah. thing. There's a lot of stuff that that's, is still to be uncovered yeah. that mm-hmm. was redacted from this report. Yeah, sure. I, I wouldn't call him paranoid. I mean, the press is clearly scrutinizing him uh, now. Congress. Congress. Would be a so word, maybe. yeah, so it's fearful. That, I mean he's a narcissist I, I mean in the end, a narcissist loves it that the world revolves around him and, and or her and in this case he he loves it and, and I then the bottom line is you know the ratings are good. I mean, the, <laughs> wow. the ra- it's all about the ratings, and the man is pulling in the ratings. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, the interesting really thing is. about this, though, is, I mean, there were, what, 10 different instances of possible obstruction of justice um, that, that Bob Mueller said, hey, look, you know, if we could have cleared him, we would have. We couldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so that gives i think it gives an opening to the democrats just to keep looking to keep the story alive for a while i don't think they're going to go for impeachment unless they discover something or there's something that comes out of maybe the southern district of new york um i think there's criminal it's too close to the election
2: yeah i i I agree i mean by the time it it drags out i mean what gets done in government i mean when you when these things get unleashed nothing gets done at all and and even the Mueller report, I think, has slowed down the progress of, of what should be uh, done here. So I, I think it, the, the wisdom is probably not to unless there's something more out there. I mean, look, we there's no question. We have a president who lies, who's a serial liar. We have a president who's who has no respect for the system. Uh, so we, well, we accept that. But the, the it, American people, I, I think people are right when they say— you know, it was adjudicated during the election and people decided we don't care. The guy's a liar. The guy's deceptive. A
1: minority of the people decided. I mean, yeah,
2: right. <laughs> Not the majority, but, yeah. uh, you know.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, if the Democrats can't spin this into some sort of victory <laughs> next time around, I mean, then then that's, that's just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, right. Because they do have now, even if they don't. Go the impeachment route Which again I'm not sure politically That that's the smart thing to do But they can drag out These investigations And keep the slow drip Of just negative stuff Mm -hmm. Coming for a long time Mm -hmm. And and it seems to me That they're building A nice little case Against Donald Trump As being Continuing to be The president of the United States
2: I, I think it's clear that I mean from what I, I recall reading in the report, uh, Mueller was basically saying, uh, Here's on, the the, on the obstruction, yeah. he's saying, you know, for us to make that decision as a prosecutor, basically, we'd have to do a little bit more investigating. We'd have to, you know, build a build a strong case. And that, wasn't, that didn't seem to be their goal. But it seems like it's there. It's there for the taking. And even in the collusion stuff or the conspiracy, uh, they basically just said— you know, we talked to people who were not being truthful. We talked to people who were, you know, hiding documents through encrypted, uh, you know, messages and stuff. So it's not like he didn't say, oh, look, the guy's clean. This is so ridiculous. No. Why do not you not even at look well, at it? I,
0: I was texting with Barb McQuaid yesterday. She and I were texting back and forth a little bit as this was all unfolding. We were reading through it yesterday. And, of course, she was probably on MSNBC about every 15 minutes right, yesterday. Yeah. But I said, look. You know, this doesn't seem to fit my definition of of full cooperation, you know, because that's one of the things that Bill Barr said in that press conference. They fully cooperated. Mm -hmm. Well, the president says, I can't recall how much couple of dozen times in his written answers Sure, um, refuses to testify that is not exactly full cooperation and again so many people lied throughout the course of their interviews with the FBI it seems to me that this was less than full cooperation here which is another reason to give Bill Barr some crap.
1: And the use use of the encrypted uh, messaging apps I mean where is all of this outrage over you know Hillary using a private email server I mean where are those people now? Oh my god how could she possibly have done that? It's like well, what look at, look at what these folks are doing, or uh, the kind that either encrypted or the kind that that don't keep, you know, where it goes into the ether, yeah, and so forth. E- exactly. <laughs> so I, Berg.
0: you know, but well, the clear winner in all this was uh, Vladimir Putin. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <because laughs> the, laughing one the, his ass off back in Moscow. One of the things that this report made very, very clear is that they had a vested interest in seeing Donald Trump become the next president of the United States. Right. For a number right. of reasons. Because you need, you, know, you need one rich guy to understand the, the troubles that the oligarchs are dealing with yeah. with the Magnitsky Act right. and all the other things you know, that they're dealing with when it comes to having their assets frozen in the West. Mm-hmm. They don't like that very sure. much. Right. Um, and it was clear. It was clear that they thought that they had an audience with him. And maybe... And my, they do. They Maybe do. my favorite part about the whole thing was the fact that, and I think this was the headline from the, was it the New Yorker yesterday, Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair, Donald Trump Jr., too stupid to know he's breaking the law. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, taking that meeting. Yeah. But they definitely knew what they were doing. And, and while there may not have been a conspiracy, there certainly were some longing glances across the room. Oh, um, God, yeah. and, well, and a lot of flirtation going on there. Yeah.
2: Well, Jim, uh, Jim Comey said maybe a couple weeks ago, I think he was being interviewed on CNN, and he said, well, how is it not Obstruction when he fires me, and he tells everyone he fired me to derail the investigation. How is that not?
1: How is that not obstruction? How is
2: right. that not obstruction? Well, it, yeah. I mean, Lester
0: Holt, now yeah. forever, yeah, in U.S. history, because he's the guy that got that out of him. Yeah, right. I told
1: you know him. You. I said we're going to be we're going to be it's much clearer. In the yeah. Report, yeah,
2: exactly. Right. So I I I don't know. I, it seems you know, and it's funny. I, I, William Barr, I mean, should be just ashamed of himself but he's apparently there's no shame when you're he's a mafia a
1: lawyer now that's what he is yeah he's a mafia it, it, lawyer. that's
2: a good way of putting it i you know i felt like when uh, michael cohen was testifying uh, in Congress, I felt it was like Sammy the Bull testifying against John Gotti. You know, it was like, you know, two guys, not the most reputable guys in the world, one dissing the other. One of them's
0: lying. Yeah, you got to figure out which lying, one. And, right? and it seems like that was a whole lot of what Mueller had to do: was figure out which one of these people is lying, which one is not. Right. Um, and the Comey stuff. He said, "Hey, we found Comey to be quite credible in his recollections of what happened right, in that sure. meeting." Compared and Comey to the
1: is a note taker too, as I recall. Well, that was one of the things that's they that's said one of the about him. He tweeted this morning, "He takes yeah. notes." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. And is it Comey? Comey loves to take notes, and Mueller's a big note taker too. So I mean, they both they both learned well, that.
0: Well, the president tweeted this morning: "Beware of people who take notes." Yeah.
2: Right, Which, Uh,
0: I'm sorry, you know, they they were only appeared when they were needed. Well, yeah, that's why you take notes, so you have something to go back to when somebody's asking you questions about potentially illegal activities. Let me check my notes. I have a bunch of them. That's why people take notes. Yes. To cover their asses, and that's exactly what they should have done.
2: I I think it's clear. I mean, I I think Jim Comey made some missteps along the way while he was uh, the FBI director. Uh, In fact, I wrote a column once for Tickle the Wire, And and basically the headline was Jim Comey, a prisoner of his Boy Scout image. And I think, you know, even even the fact that Jim Comey had sent that letter when the Justice Department said do not, he had cover. He could have told Congress if they said, why did you not send us, you know, notify us? And he he would have said, I wanted to, but my bosses at the DOJ said not to, that we didn't want to interfere with the election. It was up to me. I would have sent it. Uh, But. That being said, he's an honest man, and I don't. I don't think you're going to find anyone, uh, you know, accusing him of, of not being an honest man. Contrary to Trump, who is not a particularly honest person, and I think that's clear. And it's not a matter of opinion; it's a matter of fact. I mean, if you go to the Washington Post. The fact checker. I mean, I don't oh, know what. How many lies? That's, is lies that's all lies.
1: He lies with lies. every. Fact checkers every breath he takes. Yeah. Did I? I want. I feel like as a person, I'm. I'm a little bit of a Russophile. I took some Russian language in high school and college. Uh, and, communist. and communist. Wow. You know, right now, well, it was the Cold War. It <laughs> seemed like a, a, it was. It was better. It was a better skill than just French, in case you got. We, we got
2: captured. Yeah,
1: just in case you know how to
2: communicate on behalf of your family. I'll talk to them. That's okay. I'll take. Я журналистка.
1: Anyway, the, I feel like I lost the thread of when. When did the right wing suddenly become so fond of Russia?
0: I don't. I mean, know. was it
1: you know what was the turning point? Was it the election of of Putin? The election of it's Vladimir like Putin? The, it's like
0: the ghost of Ronald Reagan no longer exists. To I, them. Know. I, I, mean, I know. I mean, I
1: grew up. You know, I grew up. Mr. They were Gorbachev the absolutely the wall. enemy. Right. Yeah, and the I remember when I was living in Indiana, the Eagle Forum used to have screenings of Red Dawn. <laughs> To raise money, it was Because we live here. Exactly. Come on now. One of my favorite it was, movies. It was I'm just kidding. Sorry. Hey,
0: well, some comments coming in online. Is We are streaming this live, of course. Okay. Uh, and right, and so we, we got live. one. Christian chimed in and said, Trump and Russia are working to pull the EU apart. Brexit part of this whole deal, too. So that's kind of that's interesting. That's very true, I think. Uh, and then we have <laughs> Rob who says... This week is so rough. The photo in the background is crooked. Yeah. Ha!
1: <laughs> we did that on purpose. On purpose,
0: Rob. The on purpose. Tower. It is Paris. It That's, is Paris. So it is you Paris. know, we we mm. Paris had a rough we week. Change, we change communities uh, every every once in a while. So let's try um, to
2: accommodate Rob here. There yeah. You go. Well, we
0: yeah have to do you got to push way. it that way. Uh, there we go. And then
1: you have to get the iPhone out and use the level function. Right. The All right. App. Well, right.
0: we're going to take a, just a very short break, and and for those of you watching online, it's not going to be a very long break. But I do need to separate this out for the podcast. So okay. we're going to take a short break. We'll be and right back. This is the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit, the week that was. Stick yes. around! The Craig Folly Show is made possible in part by Deadline Detroit. One-stop shopping for all your news. Also, home to Deadline Detroit TV, which includes The Zip, a weekly wrap-up of the week's news with some humor. Deadline Detroit, one-stop shopping for all your news. All right, welcome back to the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. Nancy Derringer is here with me, Alan Lengel from Deadline, and uh, we're talking about the week that was. Well, the week that is yet to come, part of the week that is yet to come, of course, is the news that Steve Iserman is returning to the Detroit Red Wings, which is a big deal. And and, uh, from my old radio days when I was an anchor, I used to call them the Detroit Red Wings, of course, in deference to you know, Hockey Night in Canada and the way that the Canadians like to pronounce Detroit. 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 Yeah. Um, I got yelled at for that a bunch of times. But yeah. Steve Eiserman coming back to the Wings is, is a big deal. He's had right. a lot of success right. in Tampa as the general manager. Mm-hmm. This news was greeted uh, very, very warmly. Hosannas. Right, right. Hosannas.
2: Detroit sports needs a hero, and it seems we're, we're lacking those these days. I mean, we're watching. I don't know if you guys have watched the Pistons. They have uh, not been good in the playoffs It's been, it's been far. painful to watch, and maybe they'll do better at home. I mean, our team... Is, I don't think they can stop the Greek Freaks. But so. Blake, you know, I don't know. Is Blake Griffin going to play, or is it still a question mark? At this point in time, why? Yeah. Well, you'll lose Why are you game. looking L- at me? Dig- I have no Nancy, idea. A little <laughs> dignity. Nancy loves the sports we'd like, balls. We'd like a little <laughs> dignity. For, uh, yeah. Might even bring back Bill Lambier
0: if we have to. That's right. That's absolutely right. But, no, Steve Eiserman coming back to the Wings is a big deal. Sure. Um, and, sure. and the fact that Ken Holland is willing to share that office in some capacity is – It's not a small thing to do. He's been a very successful general manager for this franchise for a long time. It's got to be somewhat uncomfortable for for Chris Illich to to do this to Ken Holland. But I have a feeling Ken Holland is going to get snapped up by somebody else. So that maybe the new Seattle franchise, um, somebody's going to take a chance on him, given his track record.
1: And as I recall from reading, I believe it was Deadline Detroit, um, we had a piece by Paul Harris um, early in the season. The hockey season that said this is not going to be a top-performing team for a while, but they're young and promising. And so maybe that's the kind of they, of raw material that somebody like Steve Eisman can work with. And that is right. the extent of what I
0: can
2: intelligently they, they, say about he's hockey. He's been waiting in the wings, so yeah. to speak, for quite a while. I mean, this has been in the making, I think, for years. But, but you know, um, I, think,
0: I think the wings were smart, yeah. though. I mean, in letting him, instead of keeping him there... Let him go somewhere else. See how other franchises work. Build it right. yourself. See what sure. you can do. Mm-hmm. And, and and he, he has been job. incredibly successful. I mean, yeah. Tampa Bay, of course, just got swept out of the playoffs in the first round right. after posting a record-setting season. Right.
2: Uh, but who'd they, who'd still, did they lose to?
0: Uh, I, ju- I just watched the whole series, and yeah. uh, they lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so, right. you know, Were they, they like an eighth seed or yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. So the one seed lost to the eight. I mean, wow. they... they 62 wins this year Which tied the Red
2: Wings Record Playoff hockey From is the than, years Playoff hockey Is different than Regular season Playoff hockey, hockey, playoff hockey Is rough It's the best It's, yeah, it's the it's best fast, of, it's rougher, of all the playoffs it's, it's, more, it's just more intense Hockey is the most Fun and, to watch And so in, in The regular season If you're great It doesn't necessarily Mean you'll be great In the playoffs Well I, I just You know I feel A little bit bad For him though Because the expectations
0: Are going to be So high for him given what he was able to accomplish as a player, what he was able to accomplish in Tampa Bay. I think fans are going to be somewhat impatient for him to turn this into right. a playoff contender once again. Right.
2: But anyway. what well, Washington used to do that with Dan. Dan Snyder would bring in the old coaches from, you know, way back. And and it, it didn't work. But I, I think in this case it's probably going to I mean, Eisenman I think, is a skilled manager yeah. and a smart – been a smart player. Now, you know, Dan Snyder, career. though, I mean – yeah, Snyder was. I think might have been voted the the least popular sports owner of any sports yeah. team. Yeah, He
0: is not not well liked.
2: No um not a, not a great guy
0: well let, let's get closer to home let's stay out of dc for a little bit because this is something that is actually brewing if we're talking about investigations uh it now appears that the fbi is getting involved in this investigation into what's going on in macomb county uh, well i think the state police well state police did the raid but there was yeah. a story yesterday following up said that the fbi oh, okay. has All taken right. up the the mantle of this investigation okay. and and again doesn't mean anything necessarily bad happened. The FBI is going to look at it; they're going to take a look. But it's never comfortable. I, I know no. uh, an organization I worked for went through this, uh, yeah. um, and sure. it's it's one of those things that it's it's just not comfortable. And and everybody's mind all sudden changes about your organization instantly. Right. Sure, something I, bad I, is happening there, or else they wouldn't be looking. Right, right.
2: right. I, I think. Part, in, in investigations like this, part of the the core, is whether anyone financially benefited. Sure. I mean, it looks like money may have been misappropriated, but it's like what it went don't you, to the Kiwanis club The or, brief brief know, the people
1: who uh, have not been following this story what the investigation is. It's the it's the, the use of assets yeah, the, yep. prosecutor's as, use asset of funds. asset forfeiture funds, which are the is the money and goods that are seized um, from illegal as the fruit of illegal activities. So, you know. If your, uh, if your drug, uh, buy gets busted. The, the cops keep the cash. Well, and, and asset forfeiture
0: with. is something that has been really on the minds of state legislators yes, recently and other folks it's been as abused. well. It has been abused. Uh, but you in know. a
1: different way than what they're looking into. True, true. Yeah.
0: But it, it's just it's one of those things that people are really starting to turn on this notion of the government being able to take people's property. Right. When they haven't been convicted of a crime.
1: Well, and and I, it, it made sense when, um, you know, it was it was the Miami police against um you know the Cali cartel or whatever and they could roll up undercover in uh you know brand new maseratis and so forth and you know and what are the cops going to come in with a four door impala <laughs> <That's right>. you <Yeah. laughs> know so so if you could seize a drug dealer's you know tricked out mustang you know you you had a better chance of fighting this war but what it turned into was you know th- this abuse first of all by police in seizing um, assets that they arguably did not have any right to, including those of people who were never convicted of a crime. And then at the other end, which is what's happening in Macomb County, which is the spending of it. It's supposed to be spent on law enforcement activities. But yeah. what the um, Macomb prosecutor is suspected of doing is using it, as I think our columnist Chad Saleweski, who covers yep. Macomb County like, like nobody else, do, yeah. Yeah, said um, – the the, being the Santa Claus job? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Being the Santa Claus is a slush fund, basically. (laughs) Santa Claus at Macomb County, well, and
2: and using it as a slush fund to to curry favor with all these organizations, these church organizations, these you know fraternal organizations, and and in the end, it's going to be who's you know. I mean, if he were to be charged criminally, you can imagine the case that they have to bring before the jury is like. This man took this money and gave some to the Kiwanis Club and to the church and that. Right. And it, it could be a tough. And I think that would be a consideration whether to criminally charge in a case right. like
0: that. Yeah. And, well, it'll be interesting to see what they dis, what they find out. But the interesting thing about it is is how many people from both sides of the aisle are lining up to say, "Hey, we've at least got some questions." I mean, of course, you got Mark Hackle, who technically is a Democrat, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who has been <laughs> asking about this. Leon Drolet, of course, who's a Republican, yeah, a Republican, who's who's asking about this, and. and And you've got uh, Treasurer Larry uh, Rocca, or Rocca, excuse me, who's who's asking. And, I mean, so it seems like there's a lot of different people at the county level who are saying, hey, there at least needs to be some more oversight. Mm Mm-hmm. And they did make some changes to the oversight as soon as the questions were brought, but it may have been a little late right. once they did this. But we'll, we'll see what happens. But there's never a dull moment in Macomb County.
2: Never. Never. It's a fun county. There's a lot going on. We uh, we haven't heard from uh, Mayor Fouts in like it's been two weeks now. <laughs> two weeks? Well, really? yeah, two weeks? a low yeah. profile,
0: man. Uh, it just, uh, who's got the recorder? I mean, that's I think that's what keeps Fouts up at night is who's tape recording me, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's like I just said something offensive today. Somebody probably recorded it because there's, I mean,
2: he, he probably has something on his door now that says no phones, recording devices. <laughs> yeah. it's Check yourself yeah. yes. your at
1: the door. Uh,
0: well let's 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 wrap up this week um, with another story that I think is, is kind of interesting that might actually lead to some real change in Michigan. Uh the ACLU, we have this on Deadline Detroit. If you want some more information, go to deadline Detroit.org on all these stories that we're talking about basically. Uh, Except for the co- Mueller dot com. I'm so yeah. used to being in a nonprofit I say dot org yeah. deadline detroit dot com. Dot com. Um, the story about uh, the ACLU suing 36th District Court over cash bail, Nancy. I think mm-hmm. this is kind of – it's about time we had this discussion mm-hmm. uh, because what happens is you get arraigned. Oftentimes, ACLU is arguing that an attorney won't even be there. They happen over videotape while you're sitting in jail. Mm-hmm. The judge will say, okay, here's your bail. Here's your bond. Um and if you don't have it, you just wait in jail till you your trial starts. Right.
1: To a poor person, $500 might as well be $5 million. Exactly. And right. you know, it's like yeah. these little things pile up and they conspire to keep people like you said you'll sit in jail and if you're sitting in jail you will lose your job. You won't be take, able to take care of your kids. Oh, well, it it, touch, it touches off a cascade of disaster. For low income people over something that might not even be a particularly, I mean, it may well be be a a a nonviolent offense. Yeah, it could be a nonviolent offense.
2: Minor drug possession or whatever. And I mean, it's funny that the government is willing to pay for public defenders at the federal level, at the state level, and they want people to be represented fairly and treated like everyone else who can't afford it. Uh, At the same time, there should be some type of fund for, for bonds for in situations yeah. like this so people are treated fairly well just because you know if they're impoverished and people like,
0: are like well what about bail bonds but if you don't have any assets yeah you know, they're bail not bonds gonna, have should, to be secured right. collateralized right. you know i mean so you can't so put your
2: shopping basket up for uh it's <laughs> collateral
0: exactly and and so i think that there's going to be a serious look at this and and of course the governor's office uh, along with the attorney general and some some republican legislators they're going to work on a joint task force to look right. at some better ways to deal with this so i think the aclu light or uh, the aclu suit brought some light to this issue mm-hmm. uh but it is something that i think a, a legislative fix could make a big difference on and, and frankly the other thing that i've been railing about for years is that we've got to do a better job with public defender system in the state there needs to be more people that give their time to this one and, and nobody should go to an arraignment without representation
2: right no i, I agree, agree. just i'll tell happen. you at the federal level the The federal defender's office is as good as any. I mean, if you were going to get a uh, pay for an attorney or get a federal defender, uh, the attorneys there are very high caliber. Uh, so, I mean, in, in that yeah. in that way, it's, it's, in, in, it's in, fair.
1: In select pockets and select cities, in certain places, um, you can get a really great lawyer through public aid, but um, not here. I mean.
2: Well, here, here on the federal level, you can. Oh, I don't, on the I don't federal about, level, right. But I mean, um, you know,
1: I don't know about Michigan. I honestly don't know enough about how Michigan funds its public defenders, but... I, you know, in the second shout out to Columbus, Ohio, in this particular uh,
0: podcast,
1: (laughs) that's where I grew up, and um, their Franklin County public defenders were outstanding. So,
0: well, let's, let's wrap up with this, something a little bit less serious, but then again, it could be really serious. We don't know. Speaking of Macomb County, a white milky substance found flowing in a Macomb (sighs) County drain. We Mm. don't know what that is. Does it have anything to do with the new Golden Butthole cookies uh, oh, that are out on. there right now? man. I, mean, no. I had to go there. <laughs> come on. The it's hard. just, it, it, it never It never it ends. Never that's ends. a story so. that's Candace done great. Miller. It's done
2: great for us, the Golden Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> anything
0: know. about that, people people are just, they're drawn. They're, they're, just right, right. It's like everybody has a 12
1: year old boy living inside them. Well, I think it's also, it's right. like
2: there's so much serious news. Like, ah,
0: the Golden Butthole. a little relief. It is a little lighter. And one thing that I just want to end on. Uh, the closest thing we've had to regional cooperation on transit in a long time—a unified, fair system. fair, system for Ddot and Smart. Nice job, everybody! Finally getting together and figuring that out. It's a small step, uh, but it could be a giant leap for transit.
2: Kind as a bus uh, region, rider, I'm a really bus rider too. So, yeah. Well, let's, you know. let's let's push for more public transportation here. It's really, it's still. Inadequate. Right. Well, uh, we
0: have been doing nice series about all the different options around town. That's so, right. Michael, Michael Lucido, who engineered our broadcast today, by the way, thank you, Michael. Uh, Sitting just out there, on the people oh. over. We have talked to cabbies. We're going to yeah. get out there on the queue line and talk to some of those folks pretty right. soon. Sure. And we'll be doing some tales, maybe from the six twenty. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I might uh, see yeah. or the thirty one. Record- that's my. On I'm
1: a I'm a dot girl. At least yeah. in the summertime, when I can. I, bike I take the, the
0: Jefferson sometimes. Yeah. It was at the four, I believe. Yeah, but, uh, the four you know. and the thirty one. D dot. D Huge improvements over. the last couple of very years very much so, so. It, you know, oh, i just really, want to put that, that out there like the, the they're seri- they, they're,
2: they're trying to be serious about their public transportation but we need to have a you know system wide i mean more. you need to be able to take a bus from downtown detroit to downtown pontiac okay? well and
0: you know what I'm sorry if there's – you should be able to stop in
2: any city you want. Right. I mean, not no. that I want right. to, go to, to go to Livonia necessarily,
0: but you know what? The I mean, opting, out, the
1: opting out has to end.
2: You, you should be able to go from West Bloomfield to Grosse Pointe. And it shouldn't bus. be that difficult. Yeah. I mean, it,
0: should it should just go across like, you know, right. go across 8 Mile and hop up Northwestern right. whatever. But you right. can't do that right now. Yeah. I tried to plan it out. When I was working out in West Bloomfield to see if I could
2: do it, it was mm-hmm. going to take four hours. Oh yeah, wow. right. And I'll That's tell insane. you what, you know, a lot of times we hear complaints in, in Macomb, and people say, "Well, the Macomb people, why should we pay for uh, public transportation?" I'm so tired of that attitude. But the Ugh. problem is when you don't have adequate public transportation. Of course, people aren't going to migrate to that. But if you really had good public transportation, the guy with the suit may get on the bus. Like in D.C., people in Everybody suits ride it. the bus. Sure. People of all ilks
0: New ride York the also bus. City, Although, you yeah. Although, you know, in my, my previous bus incarnation, um, you know, there were judges that would ride on the bus with me every mm-hmm. day. Oh, they yeah. were, you, know, sure. you know, from the east side, it's not bad,
2: Nancy. You and I both no, live over that east way. Side, get the east downtown, side no is problem.
1: like one of, and the gross points are one of the few suburbs that you can live in and actually make bus commuting work.
2: And Do you guys have any signal, like, kind of <laughs> decide <laughs> signs <laughs> Sorry, no, East I, side no, is always no, trying to be tougher cool. than the I'm west side, right. side. We're west side. <laughs> exactly right.
0: All right. Well, we've got to wrap up this week. Uh, the week that was, and, and of course, we'll be back next week with, with more conversation about this. I have a feeling that there's more to come out of Washington. This is not going to end anytime soon, but obviously, uh, keep in touch. Nice comments that came in online today. Appreciate that very much. Let All me right. know uh, what you want us to talk about. If there's something that you think we need to get to, let me know. You can always send me an email as well. It's the Show at gmail.com. and Of course, leave comments right here on Facebook, and we'll stream this to multiple locations. We'll get this worked out. Anyway, thanks, everybody, for checking it out. Nancy, thank you very much. Alan, appreciate it. And again, check out DeadlineDetroit.com. Every day we update it constantly. There's always new stuff out there, new features that we're adding as well. So we're looking forward to uh, seeing you there. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday.